This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? So shout out to Lauda on this shout one, out. who sent this one in the group chat earlier. So yesterday, I told you about how today is National French Fry Day, and McDonald's was giving away free fries. Well, Carl's Jr. has won up them, because today, for National French Fry Day, when you purchase any fries, either a la carte or part of a combo, through the Carl's Jr. app or website, you will get a free small fries with a minimum $1 purchase once a day for the rest of the year. Rest huh? of the year. Rest of the year. So basically, if you buy anything that has fries in your order today yeah. uh-huh. on National French Friday, mm-hmm. then for the rest of the year, you'll get one free fry per day with any other purchase. Okay. Say that again? I know. I know. It's so confusing. Confused. I know. I can't, I can't follow Okay, I'll start on over. Here. You get one free fry. If like you buy one. anything today uh-huh. that includes French fries right. on National French Friday, yeah. that means then for the rest of the year- 2023, right. you will get a f- order of free fries every day. Every time you, you go back in. Every time once you go back in. Yeah. Every day. You could do it every day if you wanted to. Yes. Could you do it more than once a day? No, just once a day. Only once a day. And you have to buy something. What if you. Oh. Oh. Mm. I mean, you could buy, like, you know, a drink. You could buy another fry, get one free, you know. I, I've been into a Carl's Jr. in a really long time, oh, I but. Love um, Carl's Jr. I got to tell you that I'm watching this series now on HBO Max, and I don't know why, but there's commercials in the middle of these shows, and there's this one for Carl's Jr., and it's it's uh, in Spanish, and then it's the one with like the super hot jalapeno and the hot sauce on top of the, the, the burger. The El Diablo Burger. I don't know, man. It looks good. It's called the El Diablo Burger. Yeah. And it's, it's I think, I believe the price is $6.66. Oh. Like, oh, really? Like, is Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because it's evil and it's yeah, hot. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be, yeah, supposed to be devil. the devil, right? I got you. That sounds like I'm going to need two extra pairs on the pence. Maybe three. Right. Ew. <laughs> right. Do you guys remember, like, when Carl Jr. had all the sexy commercials with the oh, girls? Yeah, and yeah the, didn't right. they have, like, yeah. Paris Hilton? Right. Yeah, Paris yeah. Hilton was That's on right. that. They're, like, Washing evil. their cars and stuff. <laughs> I don't will, bother me, I'm eating. Yeah, I will give them. Like, I don't hate their food. I'm also not running to get it. But mm-hmm. their marketing is always on point. Mm-hmm. I will give them that. I think they're my favorite fast food burgers around really? here. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I don't go ever, really. I like them. <laughs> I know. Don't Big even. Fan. Listen, I can't believe she just said that. Because hey, now, Lindsay, you're going to bring so much care. hate. I don't care. I know. You know you're going to bring so they're much hate. They're my taste buds. And my taste buds. I mean, they're fine. I don't like what they want. I, I don't. 
I mean, I'm not a huge fast food guy anymore anyway. So, I mean, that's just- No, the, neither uh, am I. qualify it with you, that. You know, Go if ahead. you're going to, yeah, if you're going to, people are like, oh, you know, I know people love In-N-Out, but I think right, I but prefer Carl's Jr.'s right, burgers but if, over In-N-Out. But, but it takes a lot of courage in America in 2023 you're right. You're right, to admit that you may prefer Beyonce to but Rihanna. Here I am. Okay. And yet here you are telling people you like Carl's Jr. better than In-N-Out. You have just opened yourself up now. To the sort, well, you're going to see what's going to happen uh, on Twitter. Bring it on. I mean, that's I what's going to happen. No, my I taste mean, buds. I mean, you, you could get canceled today. You know what? You can't cancel my taste buds. I know, but they could cancel you for having an opinion. Okay. Cancel me. It's true, Fonch. You I think can hear everybody's you in the back. canceled. Like, you everybody, have the worst definition George, of canceled. Ever. Everybody's canceling. Everybody's, everybody's canceling and being canceled. If that's the case, then how are you not canceled, Cappy? Been canceled 500 times in the last, like, three weeks. Okay. I'm back. I meant like permanent cancellation. I'm back, baby. You're you're just postponed. You're that's all. I think you have to ridicule cancellation. This way, it just kind of flies right off of you. Okay. You're gonna get canceled today for thinking Carl's Jr. is better than than In and Out. Well, you're gonna get canceled for something. Something, yeah. Yeah. No, like, listen, it's coming. I don't know what it's gonna be yet, but could happen today. Usually does. Give it. Give it a couple hours. But yeah, that's what you need to know. You can get Brought some free to you fries. by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Hey, I want to tell you guys something really quick, and that is that tomorrow, everybody knows this by now, George, West Covina Sportsplex, I want everybody to bring your whole fam. I want your kids there. I want your mom, your dad, grandma, grandpa, abuelo, tio. I want them all, okay, for the All-Star Friday night and your chance to win that beautiful new propane gas grill from Henrik at Barbecue's Glory. George, have you, have you hung out with Henrik before? I have, yes. You see the you see the build on Henrik? He's he's yoked. Yeah. Dude, my man is walking around like I like he's getting the Arnold Schwarzenegger emails, okay? And he's training with Arnold. So, come on out. Henrik's giving away yet another barbecue from Barbecue's Galore, not a barbecue aisle, an entire barbecue store, Jack. Yeah, Jack. That's right. Jack. So you had said to me before the break, my boy Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I got to say, <laughs> my man has a chance to make noise in the postseason. Then he got hurt. Yeah, well, he's on track to start the season. Okay. Which is good news. Now, here's the thing. The Niners, to me, are an incredible case study. Okay. Okay. You're doing a case study on them? And I mean that because if you think about it, mm-hmm. like they probably have the best roster in football, sans the quarterback. And it doesn't matter that they don't have like this great quarterback. You know what I mean? Because they're that impressive at every freaking position. And here's the thing if Purdy is good, like if that wasn't just a flash in the pan, and he's, like, good, like, solid to good, that's all they need because mm-hmm. they still have Trey Lance that they can trade because you know this, how this works in that league. Like, he's a top three pick. There's going to be another team that's going to be like, oh, I'll take a chance on him. Here's a first rounder or a second rounder. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, look, you know, you talk about the 49ers and th- them not needing a quarterback, but – it is a quarterback-driven league where when you have a star, you have a chance. And Kansas City has a chance now every year. Buffalo is likely going to be in it pretty much every year. Um, Cincinnati is going to be there. 
And you look at teams like Philadelphia, for example. They're likely to be involved. Dallas is likely to be in the conversation. They haven't won anything, but they're going to be in the conversation. Um, You look at these teams, and they have quarterbacks, and the Niners have not. But you know what else they don't have, George? What's that? They don't have a Super Bowl championship here in the the Kyle Shanahan era. They don't, but I feel like they will eventually. Well, they've, they've been to one. They lost it. They've been to two conference championship games. They've lost both of those. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. The Rams looked at their team, and they said, you know, we have a number two overall pick at quarterback. It was number one overall pick, Jared Goff. We have a number one overall pick. We don't think he's good enough. But we think we're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. And I suppose if you just kind of do simple math, that is what happened for the Rams, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So... I'm not really sure what's going to happen with Brock Purdy this year. Because on one hand, he's going to he's going to make noise. Here's the story I want to root for. You ready? This yeah. is the story I want to root for. Uh-huh. Un, uh, last pick of the draft, mm-hmm. was never seen as a guy who's going to make it really. He's going to be a, a clipboard carrier. Gets his chance. He's with the right coach on the right team. And he's headed towards something special. And he gets hurt. Yeah. But then in year two, he comes back. Back. He comes back from injury. Yeah. And he proves to everybody that Mr. Irrelevant is not just some one-hit wonder, and he can actually make that noise. Make the noise. Make it. (laughs) That's the noise I'm talking about. Right. Or is it this one? Yeah. It's the first one. It's It's the first one. Yeah. (laughs) So the story I'm rooting for for Brock Purdy is story A. But story B might be, yeah. hey, um, had a really good rookie year on a really good team and came back after injury year two and proved why he was the final pick in the draft and why he was going to be a career third stringer. By the way, I, did you know that Brock Purdy was recruited by Alabama? I did not. Yeah. I only know because I did a lot of scouting when he was at Iowa State. I watched a well, lot he, of his games. Well, I knew that. I, I mean, I... I I did watch him. I know. Baseball. I watched a lot of them. You I did liked, not. I, I did. watched. I, I saw the Iowa game. And I saw the uh, the game against. He um, was the highest recruit, like quarterback recruit they've ever had at Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Recruited by Alabama, though, huh? Hmm. All right. Well, listen. I hope for Brock Purdy's sake, like the story continues. I like the guy. I like the story. Yeah, Nick Saban liked him. So and why didn't he trust, go there? You trust Nick Saban because he wasn't going to start there. He's going to start at Iowa State. Hope so. Well, I mean, it worked out. Right. Clearly. <laughs> so. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. Alabama, they love Southern California quarterbacks, man. Well, he's a he's a Arizona kid. No, I know. But yeah. they come into, into Southern California, the kid that they had last year. This well, they kid, had they, Bryce. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and so now, and then the next kid that they've got coming is this kid named Julian Sane, who's like the number one yeah, San Diego, high school no. quarterback out of Carlsbad. Yeah. And they just had a kid transfer yeah. from Notre Dame. Uh, who's who's now you know scheduled to be one of the guys right because their the offensive job. coordinator was uh, Tommy Reese from right. Notre Dame yeah and that kid's also from Southern California so there's a lot so I'll tell you man Alabama they look for quarterbacks here so in our backyard. Nick Saban has done a really good job of infiltrating the three big states like Florida Texas and and California he's done an excellent job of that like and well when you win for that long like you can do it you know. I like when we have football junkie conversations that go from one place to another. Think about that. 
from Brock Purdy, the roster of the 49ers, yeah. what they've done or not done in the Kyle Shanahan era right. into Nick Saban, Alabama, Southern California well, quarterbacks. I mean, that, that's, that's just organic football I, talk, I don't people. know about you, but I am like ready to talk football because I've been studying for the season already. What are you, now, what are you getting yourself ready for? Uh, well, college football. I was watching Big 12 Media Days the last couple days. Okay. Because um, I may get some Big, Big 12, 12 games. games. Okay. I may, right? Gotcha. I had Texas last year. Okay, great. So, I mean, it, it's very possible that I get can get another uh, another Big 12 game. Nobody at ESPN says, like, hey, dude, we're going to have you on this conference this year. They do that so for basketball, not football. No? Okay. Yeah, they do it for basketball. For right. basketball, on college basketball, you get assigned a conference. Yeah. But not hey, boss, college football. Would, hey, boss, it would make it a lot easier if you could tell me right now in July if I'm going to be doing a lot of ACC games or a lot of Pac-12 games. No, but that's why I just learned them all. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. We just make life I a mean, little bit easier. I mean, not all. I learned the Power Five and a few of the group of five that all matter. All right, so where are you in your studying right now? Well, Big 12, I'm I'm rocking and rolling this week, Big 12. I've already done ACC and Pac-12. Okay. So I'm on Big 12 this week. Then I'm going to start the Big 10 and the SEC because I feel like those, I have a pretty decent grasp already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I save them for last. All right, and so what's the prep like? What are you doing? So I'm going back and watching games. Mm-hmm. Um, of all, like I, I'm watching, like at, what on YouTube? Like, are you going back yeah, and watching yeah. like, highlight on you, games on YouTube? On yeah. YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have full games on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have condensed games. So what I'll mm-hmm. do is, I will watch a couple of condensed games for on YouTube for each team, like at least two, and then for the big time teams that could be in the top twenty five, I will watch a, like two full games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to make it the most some of the most recent games. So I'll watch the bowl game, right? And because remember in the bowl game, there's guys that are sitting out, which means the younger guys are going to play, which means those are the guys probably playing this year. Are you taking notes during these games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I I try to study all the power. What five. time of your day are you studying, getting prepped for college football? Um, sometimes during the mornings mm-hmm. when the kids are gone now at camp, mm-hmm. and then at night. I love it, man. I love to hear you telling me this. I'm really, really psyched that you're telling me this. I also love to hear from guys like how they do their work. Uh, like I would always ask Harlan, I'd be like, explain how you go back and forth between the Monday night game, the Sunday game, and then throw you, you in either a ahead. college you basketball game. You got to learn all this stuff way right. ahead of time. So he, yeah. so yeah. and he would explain like what time of day he does what, mm-hmm. and and how he has a pattern yeah. of what he does each day at each time to study each team. Right. I, I always find that stuff fascinating. Right. So I'm geeking out on this. The stuff. NFL is a lot easier because there's so much. Tur- there's not as much turnover. You right. know what I'm saying? Like in yeah. college, there's a ton of turnover. Right. Well, that's why starting with the bowl games is a good idea. Right. So the bowl game to me is perfect. Like I was watching, um, you know, a bunch of different games. Right. Like so when I was studying the ACC um, this past year, like mm-hmm. I watched their bowl game, and they played UCF Who? in, Who in did? the Pinstripe Bowl. Who in Yankee Stadium? Who played? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They played at the, um, yeah, that's what they played. Who? The Duke played UCF. Oh, Central oh, Florida. Because you said ACC. I'm like, who? Which team? Yeah, Duke. Okay, go ahead. Like, because they're actually pretty good. Okay. So you got to watch even teams like Duke. All right. And look, let's be honest. Yeah. There's a much better chance I'm getting Duke than Clemson. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not very high on the pecking order. You know what I'm saying? Well, I hope you get a pit game this year. Maybe we'll go travel out to one of those games. I, you know together. what? Pit may be on the roster. You yeah. never know. So if I do get a pit game, you know, I'll hey king you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling during this college football season. Going right, back and you forth. See your son, right? Yeah, this is his last chance to dance, man. Yeah. I watched uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, speaking of Duke. Have you watched any Maryland West Liberty? Maryland Terrapins, NC you haven't State. Watched any, no West Liberty yet. 
I have not watched West Liberty. No. Dude, do me a favor. I mean, scout out my team. Uh, I mean, they're probably not on my schedule, is my guess. You don't think you're going to be calling any West Liberty games this year? Yeah. Mm. I mean, probably not, is my That's guess. too bad. You would do a nice job. Yeah. I did watch Pitt, though, the UCLA game. All right. I watched that. That was st- right. I, When I watched that game back the other day, I was like, mm-hmm. man, that was a fun game, that Sun Bowl. It was a fun game. I mean, UCLA blew it. They had the win. Mm-hmm. I actually think UCLA is going to be pretty good. Let's talk about some of that on the other side. Also, yeah, I forgot to big perks. Hot take. Hot oh, summer. Hot summer. Big take perk. All right. Next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Come, Come on, on do baby, it. Do, do the, the locomotion. You know that Kylie Minogue has a new song, right? Yeah, of course I know that. I didn't even know that. Kat. Do you know that, Laura? Okay, I'm going to text it to you. I did not know that. I'm you guys didn't know that Kylie Minogue had a new hit? So she dropped I, a new I, joint? I Michael mean, Michael would know this. Michael Thompson, because he, he, he and I listen to BPM all the time on right. Sirius XM. Yeah, I don't. And, um, oh. and it, I've been listening to it a ton because the kids also love BPM. They are my children. Fly. That's a good one. Uh, hold on. I'm going to send you the That's name of the song. Time. You can pull it up somewhere. Uh, hold on. But anyway, this song was very popular in the 80s. No question. I remember the Come video. Come on, baby, do the locomotion. Like it was like cheesy. There was a pink background. There, there was, yes. That's exactly what it hair. was. Come on, yes. baby, do the locomotion. Shout out to Kylie Minogue, man. Breast cancer survivor. You know, she's a strong-ass woman. She's Shout been around out. for a long time. She's had a few revivals. Yeah. She had that la, la, la. What is right, it? that Can't song. Get you out of my, my head. head. Yeah, that was yeah. a good song, too. That was a big hit. Yeah, it was a huge hit. So. Hey, um, I just want to say, before we keep moving on here, George, this is an important announcement for everybody who's tuning in right now, yeah. who's planning on joining us tomorrow at the uh, softball event, which is going to be just incredible. I mean, it's the party of the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all made possible by Michelob Ultra and Estrella Jalisco. See, si. The official cervezas of All-Star Friday night. Who's going to win, George, the Estrella Jalisco star of the game? Find out. At ESPN Los Angeles during the postgame show with Pepe E. Morales. I'm going to say Travis Rogers. Okay. That's my pick. All right. Travis Rogers. Okay. Um, Very good. Man of the people will win that. Um, now, now, here's the thing. Yeah. The Circle of Trust mm-hmm. has organized a pregame tailgate. I and, saw that. Yeah. And I should say a pre-show tailgate. Mm-hmm. So, Beto Duran, who would normally be responsible for the pregame parking lot Cerveza Fest, okay? There is no Beto. He's got a big fight coming up Right, this yeah, he's in Mexico City. So, I want to just say, Crypto Ray, 
has taken the circle, the red circle, George, mm-hmm. and he is hosting the pregame in the parking lot at the West Covina Sportsplex. Circle, you know what to do. Okay. Bring your coolers. I'm bringing a cooler because it'll be hot. That's all I'm saying. I want one of those necklaces that has the fan on it. Oh, those yeah. Are, those are good. That would be good. Here it is. This is Kylie Minogue. Is there a new joint, huh? Uh. Uh. Put it up a little higher, Laura. I'm going to be in your head all weekend. Do you want to know what the name of this song is called? Weekend? Ba-dum, ba-dum. Ba-dum, ba-dum. I swear to God. It is. Watch. She's going to sing it right now. Quiet. Hold on. Crank it up, Laura. All right. Who is this? Kylie Minogue. Oh, my God. I don't know who that is. You just missed the whole point of us playing it. No, I didn't miss the whole point of it. I've been saying the whole time, I can't believe you girls didn't know that Kylie Minogue had a new hit. And the whole time, I, of course, had no idea who Kylie Minogue was. And so, you know, I mean, George is playing this, and I'm like, okay, who's... You don't know Kylie Minogue, seriously? No, for real, I don't. I don't listen but to that But she channel. was, like, popular in the 80s. Really? She was? That's your era, bro. The really? song we just played out of the break. Yeah, Locomotion. Yeah, but I didn't know that she sang that song. Well, Who's the original Locomotion person? I mean, who knows? I don't remember right now. Kat, How could you, remember, you not know that? Do you remember the song was like, Because um, I can't get you out of my head, boy, you're more than... I don't know all the words. Yeah, Laura, but, find that one. Yeah. I don't know what that song is. She does was. a lot of um, impersonating sounds. Like in this song, it's ba dum ba dum And in that one, she goes, la, la, la. La, 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 Now I know it. Yeah, I know that song. No, That's Kylie Minogue? She's right up your alley, Cappy. Or is it Riley Minogue? Kylie. Minogue. Oh, Minogue. M-I-N-O-G-U-E. Oh, Minogue. She's Australian. Oh. I can't believe, like, she's an 80s person. I'm stunned you don't know her. Don't be stunned. There you go. You See, don't this you know is, this song. This is my jam right here. You guys know this is Kylie Minogue. <laughs> also, I was telling Lindsay, like, This totally is a good song. Putting it out there on it's the airwaves. Somebody need like the company needs to pay for the YouTube thing so we don't have to wait for the ad. Yeah, it's we can afford the the yeah. YouTube Plus. Yeah, just saying. My wife has a YouTube subscription for the kids, so we get it without the ads. Um. So anyway, Kylie, I hate Minogue. the ads in YouTube. Shout God, out it to bothers her. me. Um. So real quick, Cappy, mm. we were talking football, but I want to get to the basketball stuff here in a second because Big Perk had big takes for the Lakers, okay. but. I was talking about UCLA, you know, and that, mm-hmm. that Sun Bowl loss for whatever, because you were asking me about my prep as I was watching Pitt and UCLA. Um, the Pac-12 is going to be a bloodbath this year, the more and more I look at it. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, I think that everyone I, – I, I think USC has clearly the most talent, but I can make the case that they can go undefeated, but I can make the case they could lose three games. Okay. Because I think that the teams on their schedule mm-hmm. – like th- you don't agree with me, but I, what, do, what do I not agree with you, you about? You didn't so agree I know. with me on how so tough know their schedule was. I didn't agree with you that how tough USC schedule was. Yeah, earlier this year when it first I, came I, out, I didn't agree with you. With you said that the Pac-12 intentionally stacked their schedule late in the season. I, they did, and I said I don't agree because they still got to play these teams regardless of when they play them. Yeah, but the That's way they stacked them was kind of weird. Well, I mean, you, you look at the last five, six weeks of USC schedule, 
at Notre Dame, that has nothing to do with the conference. Home against Utah, at Cal, that doesn't really pose much of a threat. And then you're home against Washington, on the road against Oregon, and home against UCLA. I don't I don't see that as stacking the, the, the schedule against them. Dude, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, Utah, and maybe Notre Dame. I mean, though, outside of Cal, all those teams are going to be top 25 teams. Okay, so you got to play them at some point. What does it matter when? Well, you, I mean, technically you don't have to play them because there are teams that don't, that like UCLA's not playing some of those teams this year. No, no, but Notre Dame, you don't have to play. That is a rivalry. Well, no, 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 but I'm saying in, in, in the, the Pac-12 teams, they don't right, have to there's... play all those. Like, actually, UCLA's schedule is far easier. There is a system. Uh, I, I'm not an expert in it. I know. No, this is I know that there's a people, way to do it. But, but they, right, how they schedule it, and when I say how, I don't mean when. I mean who plays who on what year. I, I get that, but what I'm saying is that this particular year, yes, you can have all those teams on your schedule. To have them in four four out of five weeks in a row is not easy. I'm not saying it's easy at all. Oh, don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying, George. All I'm saying is is that. It doesn't matter if you play Oregon uh, on Saturday, September 2nd, or if you play them Saturday, November 11th. It, you know, you're going to have to play them anyway. They're on your schedule. And if you're USC and you have real national championship or playoff aspirations, which I think they do and they should, then you want these teams to be good, particularly later in the oh, season. No, I get it. But that's why I'm saying, like, I could see a place where they can be a. Uh, uh, they can run the table, and I could see a place where they could go and lose three games. I mean, no doubt about it. But you could probably say the same thing about Alabama, and you go, no, you can't. Mm. You go, yeah, but look at their season mm. last year. Mm. I mean, they did lose two, but that felt like Alabama hadn't lost two games in a long time. I, I understand, but but what you're <laughs> so. saying is theoretical. I could make a case that they could run the table, right? and I could but see USC, a scenario where they could lose three. USC has a lot more uh, recent uh, – experience losing three games during a season you know they do with a previous coaching staff correct but i i i still think they're gonna have issues on defense like i don't think they've resolved those issues yet completely not sure yet i guess we're gonna have to wait until training camp starts and we get through the preseason and we see who's actually playing who stays with the team um who's come in where they've come from what they I mean bring we know how good caleb in the offense is gonna be right well we know that because we saw that last year yeah but you know? I need to know if that defense is going to be any better because last year they got lucky with a bunch of turnovers. Like, you can't count on that every year. Like, you're, sometimes turnovers are luck. Not all of them are forced. Listen, besides any of that, here, here's the thing. Tell me U the thing. USC's pride. Is this the thing? This is the thing. Okay. Not, not a thing. The thing. Not the thing. Mm -hmm. The thing. USC's okay. pride was really humiliated last year in the bowl game. Against Tulane, yeah. Dude. Tulane, listen, magical year. I get it. But you don't go beat USC when USC was like right on the verge of being, you know, a Final Four playoff team. Yeah. And USC went out there and in a game where it looked like, for those of you that remember it, I happen to, you know, they, it looked like they were going to pull away early. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't. Yeah. And then Caleb hurt his leg and he wasn't the same guy. Yeah. And Tulane kept playing and fighting and grinding because to them, that was their Super Bowl. To USC, it was a, a huge letdown to even be playing against Tulane. So forget about everything else other than, hey, guys, um, we were humiliated last year in the Bulls, you know, in the Cotton Bowl. So 
Are, are we going to be the same kind of defense we were last year? Look how yeah. much better we are. Yeah, and by the way, you can make the case, and Joey Arcio texts me here, just please show my dogs respect. Not Oregon. It's Washington. He's right. Washington has the better – Washington and USC's offense can go toe-to-toe. Like, Washington can throw the ball nearly as well, if not as well, as USC. Yeah, I, I mean, USC is not like head and shoulders – the class of the Pac-12, yeah. where like we're talking about Gonzaga in basketball in the WCC, the, right? right? And yeah. who are the rest of the teams in the right. WCC? St. Mary's like, is really good. Yeah. yeah, but they're not really good. They're they're kind of good, no, right? They're a top twenty team. They're good. Okay, all right. But I mean, Gen- come on, Cappy, come on. Uh, I mean, Loyola, they're, journalism, they're awesome. sensationalism, okay? they're awesome. Facts, yeah, over fiction. All I'm saying is this. USC is not to the Pac-12 in football what Gonzaga is to the West Coast Conference in basketball. I agree. And so, you know what? I'm going to squeeze in this perk thing here because right, I swear go to God, if I tease this one more time and we don't play it, I'm going to punch well, myself in the face. That and, and Tinder's coming up, plus Blake Harris is coming up. Right, exactly. Play perk what he said about the Lakers, about LeBron coming back and what it means for the Lakers. I don't. Oh, I don't. stop. It, it, I didn't realize that there wasn't the question. He was asked if LeBron can lead the Lakers to a championship. I don't. I don't. And, and not because I don't believe in LeBron James. Look, I think he's the greatest player of all time. We could debate that another day. I'm staying on that ten toes down. But when it comes down to putting expectations on a guy that's going to be 39 years old in December, I just can't do that. Especially when he's playing alongside a guy that is in his prime, a top five talent, and Anthony Davis. This shouldn't be on LeBron James. Now, should LeBron James be the second option? Absolutely. But this guy, this, this Laker team is going to go as far as Anthony Davis could carry him. And by uh, being honest, he should be able to be able to hold it and, and, and have the torch when it comes down to AD. So for me to put the expectations on LeBron James, who's about to be 39 years old, is unfair to him. Now, do I believe he's going to go get his numbers? Yes. But this is Anthony Davis' opportunity, and this should be on the shoulders of Anthony Davis to lead the Lakers to winning another championship. I mean, he's right. It's got to be AD. It's what we talked about all last season. Yeah. I mean, I think when you th- when you say, hey, is is it on LeBron to win a championship? I like where Perk is coming from with the, hey, he's 39. I don't think so. But on the other hand, I think his team will win one or or should win one. It's not him who has to lead it, but his team should kind of win it, but it's got to be the other guy to do it. George, it's we've talked about this a lot, about whether or not the Lakers should give Anthony Davis an extension now, play it out. Um, should Anthony Davis be the guy that takes over the franchise when LeBron is done? Will they be done at the same time? I just got to see Anthony Davis be the leader. I haven't. I've seen him play great. I'm seeing him be the leader. All right. We can get to that a little further at 6 o'clock because we've got Tinder. We've got Blake to talk baseball and Dodgers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Muppets. Thanks, Christopher. I do love the Muppets. Don't you guys love the Muppets? Like, who doesn't? I love the Muppets. I When I was at Yay. Disney World with my kids in March, we did the Muppets experience also because it's really hot outside and it was just easy the to The 3D go. thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I've, I've, I've done that a million times over, you know, Years it, and it's years a good years. break, like halfway through the day to cool down yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and get a little rest. Inside, yeah. I, I love agree. how it has smell of vision. That's my favorite part. Yeah. The smell of vision. And when they sneeze on you and it's like, oh, it's kind of gross. Anyway, it's great. Go see the Muppets, uh, Muppet Vision in 3D. All right. So, guys, have you ever waited until other people place their orders when you're at a restaurant to make sure that you're making the right decision? Well, if so, you might have what's being called menu anxiety. Mm -hmm. And according to recent research, one in three Americans have it. The survey found that younger generations were far more likely to have anxiety while ordering. 41% of Gen Z and millennials have it, compared with only 15% of Gen X and baby boomers. Mm -hmm. Do you often find yourself having menu anxiety? Swipe left or swipe right? (laughs) Cappy. Uh, I'm going to swipe Right. I do have menu anxiety, although I didn't know it was diagnosed as such. It's not. It's not. It's just that's what they're calling it. Yeah. Here, here I'll read you real quick the criteria. Right. Do you like struggle to decide what to order? Yes. Do you feel as though you ordered the wrong thing? Yes. Are you ever concerned that others are judging you for what you ordered? No. Do you feel pressured to order while at a table with others? Yes. Do you place too much importance on what it is that you are ordering? Sometimes. I feel like yes to all of those for me. All right, I'm a no and a pressure sometimes. ordering. I have no just, pressure. Just ordering. I mean, like, oh, you got to hurry up because everyone else is ready well, to order. Well, that, let's go. No, that's never been me. I don't care. See, me here's either. my here's my problem. You ready? Number one, I'm there with my girlfriend, right? And um, really, now it's come down to what is it that she wants me to order? I know she's going to order what she wants, but what does she want me to order? Because here's the thing, I'm probably going to eat seventy five percent of what we order anyway. So now I got to try and decide what is she getting? Okay, she's getting that salad. I'm going to eat a lot of that. What am I getting over here? She's only going to eat a little bit. So I and then I, I can't figure it out. And then the waiter or waitress is standing there and she's looking at me like, hurry up, don't waste their time. Because I used to be a server and I know how much of a pain in the ass is. So yes, yes, there's some pressure, George. Man, really? Damn, it's man. just food. Just order what you want. Apparently he can't. So you're in that 14%. George, I guess, right? Just order what you want to eat. I feel what like. What are you in the mood for? Okay, okay I'll have that. Perfect example. <laughs> when we went to Solagave downstairs, right? For our little, you know, show dinner. Yeah. I feel like all of us at a point there probably, except maybe you actually, George, now I think of it, had 
quote unquote menu anxiety. We were all like, what are you getting? Well, I don't know. What about this? What are you? Yeah, you and I was like, oh, got world famous carnitas? Okay, that sounds good to me. I don't it, think it's anxiety because, like, for me, it's more of what do I want right now? Because everything sounds good. It's like, hmm, not necessarily I got to wait till someone orders. But it's true, though, that I, I judged you that night, Lindsay. You ordered some you sort of me. Yeah, I ordered, ordered an appetizer sh- as a dinner. Yeah, yeah. she ordered uh, like pork, a pork belly, belly. Uh, chicharrones. Yeah. Right, okay. she pork ordered. belly yeah. appetizer for dinner, and I was like, huh. Hey, that thing pork is filling. It looked good, though. Hey, it's filling. appetizer for entree. Hey, I'm judging you right now. And then, hey, I judged you more. You ready? <laughs> hey, she's not really eating that right now. I'm judging You're her. Like, I was try. I wasn't very hungry, so I did not want to order a large meal. I had ordered the carnitas a couple days before, or like the week before when we went there, and it was huge. It which, is huge. Like it was enough for like, I was three like people. Full for like, yeah. I, I'm not even joking. That night, it, it was such a big plate, and I grew up in a family where you got to finish your food. So I ate almost all of it. And I woke up at three in the morning, still full. See, like, I not even joking. I ate some of your carnitas. I ate some of Chris's carnitas. Laura, I don't know what kind of pork dish you got. What'd you? Oh, get? it was delicious. She had the one with the salsa the verde. Chi, the chile oh. verde. And you had yeah. a, you had that too. So I had some. And of I that. had a bite of that. Yeah. Right. And I judged Lindsay, and I didn't have any of her pork belly. Well, I should have had, had some, some of like, Lindsay's pork belly. You guys could have had some. But I I, then that. I would have been full till four in the morning. Yeah. No, yeah. but that is really good. That's what I had for lunch when you bought me lunch there, Cappy. I didn't Lindsay, finish them either. Lindsay, next time we go, I'm going to eat your pork belly. You, you can't. I won't. I mean, again, I, I love the carnitas. They're my favorite. But it was too much food, and I didn't want to be that guy that, you know, orders this whole entree that doesn't eat barely any of it. And even the appetizer was still a lot. It was very filling. I had, like, two of them, and they were, I was full because it's a very heavy dish. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's next? All right. So American Airlines recently canceled the ticket of a teenager who was not planning to fly to his des- final destination. So... I don't know if Wait, you guys what? have heard of it. It's called skip lagging. So he planned to, he booked a flight with a layover in Charlotte, right? Okay. Instead of taking the entire flight, he decided he was going to get off the plane in Charlotte mm-hmm. because the fare for the entire flight was cheaper than if he had just booked a direct flight to Charlotte, right? Oh, that's smart. That's right. smart. There's a whole app, I've been using it for years, it's called skip lagged. Mm-hmm. And... They, they found out about it. I guess it, it is in violation of their terms and conditions. And so before he even got on the plane, they canceled his tickets. Wow. How did they know that he was going to do that? I, I don't know. I guess they were like skeptical. or I don't know exactly what the story was, but they were onto him and they were just like, nope, sorry, we're canceling your ticket. So then he had to buy like a $500 flight to get where he was going. So I was going to ask if you guys have ever used Skiplet. I have not. I was not familiar with it. Um, I just book it off the airline um well, you, you got know. the George Sedano first class well, contract. I don't know. Well, not, I mean, that's for work. But, you know, I would say that I just generally just book it on the airline website. Like, I also have, like, I've flown on these airlines so much during the year for work that, and I have, like, all the right credit cards for those airlines that I get, like, discounts already based on having the credit card and all that. Like, you know, I work all that math into the equation, you know? When I yeah. do my own personal trips, but I got to say something. But I'm guys... all, I just downloaded it just to take a look at it. And what what is the name of this? Uh... Skip lagged. Skip lagged. You lagged. L a g g e d. Yeah. If you skip just type lagged. in like skip, it'll show up. I okay. I use it all the time, and I've n- I've heard that that they can do this, but I've never had it happen to me. And you know, when I fly back east to go back home. So wait. So what did he do? He bought. He bought a ticket from, L a to New York, right? Right. And then at New York to Charlotte. No, no. It was from L a to New York with a layover in Charlotte. 
Okay. Charlotte was where I mean, he wanted to go. Right. It, let's say it was going to cost him five hundred to fly, to fly direct from L.A. to Charlotte, but it was actually only three hundred to fly from L.A. to New York mm-hmm. via with, Charlotte with the layover in mm-hmm. Charlotte. Right. So, so he, you just got off. Yeah. Right. Right. And didn't I make d- the second flight. Yeah, I do it all the time. And. You know, to these people's point, they can cancel your well, ticket. People miss flights, man. Yeah, but how do they know? That- right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How do they know? Well, I don't know in this situation. How did they know to cancel his New York trip uh, or, or his first they flight to the Charlotte? Whole thing, yeah. Right. So it says right here, okay, they like, I guess the people called the news about it because they were very upset about it. And oh. his dad said, we've used yeah. skip lag almost exclusively for the last five to eight years. Um, he said that it was his son's first time traveling alone on a plane. But he said um, the agent suspected that the teenager wouldn't continue flying to New York when he got off the plane after seeing his North Carolina's driver's license. Or as, oh. So they must have been like, Oh, Charlotte, we're stopping there? No, no, no. I'm not buying it. Wow. Who's the employee at the airline? Yeah, what a narc, that, that, dude. Yeah, that really. does that. Like, dude, do you, do you own life. American Airlines or do you work for American Airlines? Yeah, why are you such a narc, dude? Dude. Anyway, listen. That is I, ridiculous. I will tell you guys, George, I like to do what you do. Like, I would prefer to fly Delta, for example. Mm-hmm. But, like, I got to go to Pittsburgh, and it is it is ridiculously hard to get a flight from LAX to Pittsburgh yeah. direct. I know. We did this on the air one yeah, day. Yeah, there's like so one wait, or two. Wait, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Red Eye on Spirit. Yeah, oh. I remember. Four hours and 15 minutes. But like Delta through, let's say, I don't know, Atlanta, it's like an eight-hour ordeal. So I'm taking my chances on Spirit, and I think I'm working the system better now because I'm actually paying for my luggage and my carry-on in advance. Because remember, they got me that time for like $100 for a carry-on. I had a backpack. They're like, hey, 100 bucks. I'm like, no, come on, for real? Are you planning on flying to Pittsburgh again this football season? A couple of times, yeah. You know what? I would. We need to talk about this off the air because I have some tips and tricks because I'm a very savvy traveler. Okay. And I'll say, as somebody who flies to Cleveland, there's only like two direct flights. Right. One's on United and one is on Spirit. I will not take the Spirit flight. No chance. I took no the Spirit chance. flight last year, I, I take it was the, all on time. Everything was fine. So, do you want to laugh? I take the red eye a lot, and I cannot sleep in those planes, you, let me tell do you. Do you want to laugh? So, yeah. you know I've told you I don't love Southwest. I mean, be- beautiful people that work there. I know they had their big issue this past winter or whatever, but generally very easy when you're like to deal with, the people at Southwest, oh, right? Yeah, Outside great. of that huge problem they had, obviously, a few months ago. Uh, but historically, that's always been the case. So it's not about the people. I just don't like that I can't pick my seat, right? So I, that is my thing. Like, it, it, if I fly Southwest, it's probably last resort. So, uh, and it's because of that. I want to sit where I want to sit. So my wife met me in Vegas with my kids. And she sent me sends me this text. I got to find this to you. This is hilarious. Hold on. I got to find it. So basically, she sends me this text that they landed, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, hold on here. I got no problem with this not picking my own seat. I just get in early. I try and get in the A group. I get in. I find Yeah, but you can't seat. get in the A group yeah, anymore. Yeah, because everyone buys yeah. them. Right. Like you can you can't get in the A group anymore. My wife is great, was always great at getting it right when the thing opened. Yep, my dad yeah. And now it immediately goes to B like 14 or something. Yep, yeah, exactly. I don't even mind B. I can yeah. get into B. So she texts me when they got to Vegas. Just landed. I said, okay, great. I'll be in the lobby bar with my buddy Andy. She goes, your son just proclaimed, quote, Mama, this airplane is terrible. <laughs> it was dead silent. Two, uh, the rows ahead of us all started laughing. That's amazing. Oh, that's and I said, that's my guy. It yeah. was Southwest. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny about Southwest and Vegas, too? Their gate is literally like a mile away. Well, yeah. Like, it's so far away from everything. You have to walk forever. Well, and hey, he's, get some what steps he, in. What he's, used to, what he's used to is we fly Delta or JetBlue. 
Well, yeah. Like, so those are those the are airlines the we fly. Ones, yeah. We prefer to fly. They, and he was used to the TVs. Southwest, no is like TVs on Southwest. Delta, Delta, and JetBlue have TVs. Yeah. So. Hey, Spirit Airlines, let me say something to you. Do me right. I'll come right back and tell everybody that you did me right. Everybody thinks you're terrible. Yeah, I terrible. thought you were terrible, but I I had a, a direct flight last year from L.A. to Cleveland and Cleveland to L.A. All on time, clean planes. Yeah, you screwed me for the $100 when I wanted to bring on like a, a backpack on the plane. But still, come on, Spirit. Get it together. Do better. I think you got lucky, Cap. Just saying. I hope you're wrong, Lindsay Baseball. Yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530 adjacent. Okay. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right. Shohei Otani. Are the Yankees going to try to jump the line here for the Dodgers? What's going on with the Dodgers here in the second half? What do we need to expect? What is the... They're tied for first. How do they maintain that lead over the uh, the young upstart Diamondbacks? All these questions and more with our guy Blake Harris next. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I always see these guys um, on Twitter. Well, there's I, a promoted thing about, uh, yeah. yeah, Cheech's um, uh, cannabis weed, right? company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just like a native ad right in the middle of my timeline. Huh? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today I saw a bunch of people telling me, uh, oh, you could be making so much money on Twitter. I'm making so much money. I'm like, you are? Really? Okay, if you say so. Trying to get myself like kind of off Twitter and onto threads. Yeah, and that, it's not working. It just hasn't happened for me. I got to be honest with you. Like I downloaded it. I got it. I tried to use it. I experimented with it. I realized how many millions and millions and millions of people have downloaded threads. But I'm like, okay, I post something on threads. Then I post it on Instagram. Then I post it on Twitter. Then I look in the mirror and I go, hey, moron, why don't you waste more time in your life uh, posting on every platform known to man? Are you done with LinkedIn yet? Have you gotten on TikTok? LinkedIn. You big dummy. Jesus. LinkedIn. Um, Love LinkedIn. Blake, hopefully you don't have a LinkedIn, but I heard you have uh, menu anxiety too. So I... From time to time to time, but my girlfriend, she actually does suffer from this. A lot of the times, you know, when it's time to make the move, she'll kind of freeze a little and, and be unsure. And I, I'll say, how do you not know? How do you not know? But this is a real condition that people do experience. But me, not so much. But from time to time, it does take place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are, you, uh, are you sensitive to this issue? Blake? I, I, I try to be as caring as I can, as caring as a boyfriend can be 
in uh, this difficult time that others go through. But I do what's possible. Also, guys, one thing I want to throw out, you guys were talking about the whole thing with Southwest and airline. You don't like picking your seat. I'm flying tomorrow. I'm going to Portland. I'm flying Southwest out of Burbank. Mm -hmm. I did the impossible today, guys. And I somehow, without pain, managed to get A32, which I have no idea how happened. Wow. Beautiful. Good for you, man. Beautiful. I'll have to set your alarm. Where was the flight to? I'm flying to Portland. That might have something to do with it. Vegas flights are going to fill faster, you know, so there's that. People are going to spend a little extra cash to go to Vegas at that point. Hey, Blake, um, there you go. getting ready for the second half of the season. So before we do, though, what, what, what's cooking in Oregon? What do we got going on? My, uh, my cousin is getting hitched on Saturday, and it's actually going to be a very chill wedding in the backyard, show up wearing, like, Hawaiian attire. I think there's going to be, like, a taco truck once the thing ends. So nice. it's going to be a fun time. Oregon is great. I love uh, Oregon. I'm a big fan. Um, I particularly love their beaches. Uh, they're super fun in the, in the summertime, although, like, you really only can be there for, like, six weeks of, like, nice right. <laughs> weather. But those six weeks are beautiful. That's for sure. Um, so, Blake – Second half of the season, tied for first. How do you evaluate the first half and what needs to happen for sure for them to secure winning the division again? You know, overall, I think it's a very impressive first half given all the, diff- all the different circumstances, the talent they lost this offseason, the fact that every pitcher essentially has been on the injured list, mm-hmm. and the fact that the D-backs are exceeding expectations. So the fact that technically I think by percentage points they're slightly in first by now they're, you know, same games back and whatever in that, that realm. But I'm very impressed by that. I think the Dodgers in the second half won, and I know it's easy to say, but just stay healthy. I think if they're able to stay healthy, they're able to keep guys off the I.L., this is going to be a team that's probably going to be able to make some ground in the division. And I also think whether it's making a, a move for a starting pitcher, a bullpen arm, or a bat, the Dodgers need to make some sort of splash at the trade deadline. They need to upgrade one of those spots, and I, I, I think they will. So uh, keep it up and uh, make some sort of trade, Friedman. Yeah, I mean, you, you say stay healthy, and obviously easier said than done, uh, especially taking a look at this pitching staff. So let's just let's play it out. Clayton Kershaw is healthy. Julio Urias is healthy. And then where are they, like, what can they really count on? Three, four, five, and even go a little bit deeper. Yeah, I know that's something that I've been talking about where if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, you got Kershaw going game one, Julio going game two. Outside of that, I don't know necessarily who you got going game three or who you even want to go with game three. You got Tony Gonsolin, who has looked really shaky since coming back. You got a couple of rookies that have looked good, but the rookies, you know, how much can you trust them? So, yeah, I think that's why I think the Dodgers' biggest priority at this deadline needs to be a starting pitcher. And, you know, today they were linked to a pretty good one in White Sox starter Lucas Giolito, who's from Los Angeles, went to Harvard-Westlake, and I think he would be a fantastic addition if the Dodgers ought to go that route at the deadline. Mm-hmm. I saw the Buster Olney report. Uh, we were talking about it earlier today that he believes the Yankees will try to trade for Otani here at the deadline. And I don't love that if I'm the Dodgers because getting him in their clubhouse, even though I do think he will test free agency regardless, is not a good thing if you're Andrew Friedman. I completely agree. And this is what I've been telling people. I know a lot of people are hesitant to give up top prospects if you're trying to trade for Shohei Otani. But if I'm the Dodgers, the reason you trade for Shohei Otani, now granted, it would be nice to have him help you win the World Series this year. But the main reason you trade for Shohei 
is you have two or three months of a head start over every other team. You have a two to three month sample size where you can show him what's it like to be a Dodger, what's it like playing in front of Dodgers fans, what's the culture like. I think that's the reason you need to do everything you can to trade because, you know, I kind of heard what you guys said earlier. You know, if you're the Yankees, you acquire him. Sure, maybe he still tests free agency. But if Shohei is a Yankee for two months and he absolutely falls in love with it, all right. of a sudden now he might be leaning towards signing, you know, signing with the Yankees. Right. So uh, I, I think that's the main reason why the Dodgers should be more aggressive because that time that you actually get him, I think is going to be so, so valuable to try to persuade him. Yep, that's where we don't see eye to eye on this one. I think that if the Yankees get him, he'll never get to free agency. So we, we don't really, you know, we don't agree on that. But, Blake, let me ask you this. What did you think of Mookie in the home run derby? <laughs> well, uh you know, it, clearly he has a bucket list of things he'd like to accomplish while playing baseball. Yeah, Being in the home run derby was one of them. Now, I wish he would have personally come out before and said, I know he came out and said he doesn't expect to win, which I, that makes sense considering some of the competition. But I kind of wish he would have said, listen, this is something I just want to try. I'm probably not going to do well at all. But, yeah, the fact that he did it, didn't call a timeout because he said it would have made a difference. Uh, again, you, you can't really fault the guy for wanting to check something off his bucket list. Uh, personally, I just wish he would have done this last year when the home run derby was in Los Angeles. So at least mm-hmm. he could have done it mm-hmm. in front of his home crowd. But, you know, for a guy like Mookie Betts, who's, you know, one of the top three to four players in all of baseball, obviously he's a great guy having on the Dodgers. I got no problem with him just wanting to try it out and just having fun with it. Yeah, I, I liked it because I like seeing the little guy in what is a big guy competition. But when Mookie said that he doesn't hit a lot of home runs in batting practice, he wasn't joking around. You know, for a guy who yeah. had 26 home runs in the first half of the season, who, but he's not a guy who puts on an exhibition before a game. I, I found that to be quite fascinating. He's a really great home run hitter in-game, not somebody who does it in batting practice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it just goes to show how good of a player he is where he can't hit him out in batting practice, but when the game matters, he's – one of the best power hitters out there. Blake Harris is our Dodger insider, baseball insider. Uh, follow him on Substack. Uh, subscribe to his Substack, doing the Lord's work there about the Dodgers, the Blake Harris Substack. Inside the Ravine is his podcast. You can get it wherever you subscribe and download podcasts, and his Twitter is at Blake H. Harris. Uh, you also do college football. You do Harris Harris highlights, right, on uh, on YouTube, correct? Oh, yeah. It's it's that time of season, George. I know you're preparing for it. So, yeah, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I think the Pac-12, while I think USC has the most uh, talent of all the rosters, I think this thing is going to be a bloodbath. Like the last year of the eight, of the Pac-12 that we have with as these. As we know it. As we know it, right. I think it's going to be really fun to watch come October, November. USC and UCLA could not be leaving at a worse time because, yeah, I, I think this has a chance, at least in my time, in my, you know, 27 years, this is the chance to be the best the Pac-12 has yeah. ever looked. I mean, obviously, USC, they're the favorite, but Utah, they're going to be really good. I think Washington, I don't know how much of a hot take this is at this point, I think Washington could be a potential playoff sleeper. Yeah. I think they're going to have the best offense in all of college football, and I think UCLA is going to be better. Oregon is going to be Oregon. Oregon State quietly was unbelievable last year. And then you have teams like Washington State, Arizona. They were pretty solid last year. Unfortunately, my Arizona State Sun Devils will not be in, in any of this discussion whatsoever. Dude, Oregon but, State. Uh, I think Oregon State has an outside chance to be like a 9 or 10 win team. Yeah, Oregon State does, George. But 
Not my Arizona State. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Not Arizona State. Arizona oh, State's going to be a oh, disaster. You pretty much oh, went God. through the entire conference. You're like, you know, these guys could be pretty good, and these no, guys listen, might be solid, I, I, and everybody I, other than my team's going to suck. Yeah, no, Arizona State is a complete disaster. They do have the Oregon. <laughs> uh, they do have the Oregon uh, offensive coordinator as their head coach now. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I look at, I look at the Pac-12, and he's right. Like I don't think that there's like a lot of. Um, gimmies outside of Arizona State. Even Arizona could be like a 500-ish team. Arizona was starting to show signs of life last year. Now, look, I think Arizona State's not going to be good. I think Stanford's not going to be good. Colorado's probably not going to be very good. Whoa, whoa, hold on. In year one, I don't think they're going to be good. We coming. No, they're not going to be good in year one. Coach (laughs) Prime, we coming. No, in like three years, we'll talk. No, no, we coming right now. Like Lincoln Riley was coming. USC obviously is incredible. Washington's uh, Michael Penix and and those guys Roma Dunze and Jalen McMillan those guys are a stud receiving group uh, pass catching group Oregon's always good Utah's always a pain in the ass Cam Rising's coming Twice back last year and DJ Uyungle DJ Uyunglele is playing for Oregon State now with a head coach who played with a bunch of dudes at quarterback. This guy at least is a prospect from here from Southern California. They got to fix him, and the head coach is a former quarterback. I think if anyone's going to fix him, it's him. So they'll at least be pretty good. And I think UCLA will be good, especially if the young freshman ends up playing um, down the road. Hey, George, that is Dodgers prospect. DJ That's right. That's right. Drafted That's right. in the 20th round. Go, oh, really? go figure about there. And, and about I think that. the Cougs will be, Washington State will be about a 500-ish team. Like, they're not a, a, a gimme, right? Like, so the, yeah. you're right. The Pac-12 is the best it's been in a long time, and now USC and UCLA are leaving. Great job, yeah. President, whatever your name is that, hey, that is there great. now. It'd be great Awful. if USC. Kliakoff, Hey, it'd be great if USC, though, in their last year, as you're talking about them getting the whole uh, schedule stacked against them, and I say that it's not, but regardless, um, if USC were to run the table and USC were to represent the Pac-12 in the playoff, I mean, that'd be a nice way to go out. It would out. be. It would be, for sure. Blake Harris, follow him on Twitter for baseball, at Blake H. Harris. Inside the Ravine is the podcast. Subscribe to his Substack, doing the Lord's work on the Dodgers, and get on the man's YouTube. Harris highlights. Yeah, yeah he's got All a lot buddy. of subscribers there. Hey, Arizona State's going six and six, and they're going to play in the in the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl next year. So that way, George can call that game yeah. and watch my son. That will be the game victory. I will probably call, but I don't see Arizona State there. That's probably not the case. <laughs> Maybe not. Yes. All right, buddy. See you later, later, dude. There he is. All right, Blake Harris with us here. All right, Cappy, coming up next. Yeah, tell me. Let's get back to Big Perk's hot take on the Lakers. All right. Okay. And how they are he doesn't believe they're a championship level team. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Okay. And one of our colleagues here at ESPN, not impressed with the Lakers offseason. We'll tell okay. you who next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 